You're listening to Strange New England. The Red-Headed Specter of Route 44. No one knows his name. No one knows his motives. All that is known is where he lingers, what he looks like, how he haunts the living, and the circumstances under which he appears. Beware, this is the stuff of nightmares, told around a campfire while the stars dance and the long shadows grow. What is known about him, whether it is from academic research or hearsay, only creates more questions than answers. This spirit of which I speak can be found on Route 44 at the edge of Rehoboth, Massachusetts. The ghost usually looks like a red-headed man wearing a red flannel shirt and jeans. He has a large red beard as well as red hair. He is usually six feet tall and described as well-built by witnesses. Sometimes he's very clean-cut in his appearance and has his shirt tucked in. At other times he is dirty and disheveled. The circumstances under which this ghost appears are as specific as the location, but not uncommon or desolate. Most witnesses who find this ghost usually drive on a stretch of Route 44 that is at the end of Rehoboth, Massachusetts, on the edge of Seekonk. Usually motorists chance upon this ghost either at or after 10 p.m., into the small hours of the morning. While many accounts have surfaced over the years, the most detailed and reliable source on this spirit has been collected by Charles Turek Robinson in his book New England Ghost Files, an authentic compendium of frightening phantoms, a book that is sadly now out of print. Originally an anthropologist, Charles took an interest in ghost files when he first received letters from people who described their own encounters with the supernatural. He began to see patterns in many of the accounts that made him question the authenticity of what he had received. To screen out stories that were, for whatever reason, inauthentic, he devised a method of interviewing where he would have witnesses retell their accounts three times. If their retellings remained consistent, he considered the accounts to be from people who were not prone to superstition or lying. For the accounts relating to this ghost, most witnesses reported that even decades after the events, they were still shaken up. One man recalled that he didn't even have to stop his car to see the ghost. While driving by himself down this road one night, he looked towards the passenger side window and saw the red-headed man pressing his face against the glass, grinning at him. He immediately pulled over when he saw this, and by then the ghost was gone. It took the man ten minutes to calm down enough to continue his drive. Another man's experience with this ghost started like most hitchhiking ghost stories do. He saw a man on the side of the road hitchhiking, and he pulled over to pick him up. He then asked the man where he wanted to go, but the ghost did not reply, only stared at him blankly and smiled stupidly. After trying to find out where his passenger was headed, the driver became unsettled and pulled over again. He ordered the ghost to leave the car, but instead of opening the car door, he simply faded away.
There is a more unsettling incident involving a woman who thought she'd run him over. The ghost appeared right in front of her car, and she had no time to stop, and when she thought she'd hit him, she stopped the car and got out to investigate. She did this despite the fact that she felt nothing underneath the car and heard no telltale thuds. When she turned to go back into her car, she suddenly heard disembodied laughter. It didn't stop with her getting back in the car either and driving off. Again, as she drove, her car passed through the ghost. This time she didn't leave the car. Instead, she stuck her head out of her car window to look at the road ahead of her, and she saw that there was nothing on the road ahead of her at all. And again, the disembodied laughter echoed, but it was much closer this time. She put her foot on the pedal after rolling up her window, and ever since, this woman has always been scared of driving alone at night. The most hair-raising account given regarding this ghost comes from a couple whose car broke down on this stretch of road after 10 p.m. The husband told his wife to stay with the car while he moved forward to find a house where he could call AAA to get a tow truck. As he walked down the road, he saw the ghost sitting by the roadside. He had his red plaid shirt and red hair and beard, but his clothing and hair were in great disarray. Thinking this was a living man, the husband asked him if he knew where he could find a phone to use. He asked several times, because the only response he got from this spirit was staring and grinning. When the ghost stared and grinned at him, the husband asked him if he was all right. And at this moment, the husband reported that the ghost's mouth began to twist. The ghost's eyes then glazed over into pure white. As the husband backed off slowly at first, he then started to hurry, hearing the eerie man's laughter, but when he stopped and turned around, of course, the ghost wasn't there. But the laughter lingered. It also spontaneously switched location. First, it was on the front, and then behind him, and then to one side or the other. The disembodied laughter continued to follow him until suddenly it stopped. When the husband returned to the car, he found his wife sobbing. When he asked her what was wrong, she told him that while he was gone, something impossible happened. She was sitting in the car when her husband left, and she turned on the radio to pass the time. After a few moments, a voice interrupted the song. She assumed it was the DJ at first, but the voice then addressed the wife by her name, something the DJ should not be able to do. After this, the ghost then began to mock her and laugh in an unsettling way. The wife got out of the car to escape this taunting, but she was so frightened by what happened, she remained outside of the car until her husband returned. While the couple was able to flag down another driver and get back home, the husband believed that this incident made his wife a much more nervous woman afterwards. Further research was conducted to see if there was any additional information available on who this person was, if he had ever been human, that is. It was also hoped that the identity of the spirit would be named, and with it, an explanation for why he did not cross over and instead remains to haunt the living. If he also has a name, it would answer the question of what he is as well. Also, Charles Turek Robinson conducted the interviews for his book in the 1990s. Since then, the Internet has grown in size and users, and more information might be available that was otherwise difficult to acquire then. Unfortunately, the most information that can be gleaned 
did not go through the same rigorous process that Charles used when he collected accounts for his book. According to various online articles, which include blog posts and newspaper articles, there are records of someone who died on the road that matches the description of the ghost. It is proven difficult to confirm this because whatever information can be found creates more questions than answers. The closest that we can come to a name is Herbie Red, from comments written in a YouTube video published by user Creepy Places in New England. According to these comments, mostly written by the publisher of the video series, Ninja Cthulhu, the Phantom was a man who was a farmer who was hit and killed on the same stretch of road he haunts while trying to change a tire. The commentator further adds that he knew a police officer who once knew the Phantom in life. He did not list the name of the officer or any details about the conversation with said officer. All he said was that the officer spoke fondly of this man, suggesting that he liked this person in life. On the same comment feed, the same commentator goes on to say that the man was drunk and was hit by a car while stumbling home. While looking up obituaries under this name, no obituary relating to the right time period or place shows up. Accounts of this ghost started in the 1960s, suggesting that if this ghost was once a living man, he would have died in that decade. A quick Google search of obituaries from this time period for anyone under that name in the area of Rehoboth on Seekonk, Massachusetts, turned up very little to match this description. It isn't common for people commenting on YouTube videos to cite their references or for those who post the video to screen out irrelevant or inaccurate information. This makes the creepy places of New England theories the product of Internet folklore at best. No obituaries or news articles were uncovered which could support any claim made on the comment section of the YouTube video or any evidence that there was a man who died on that road to fit the description from the 1960s. So whether the accounts come from genuinely frightened people whom an academic has screened for authenticity, vague articles, or cryptic messages on a YouTube video, the hitchhiking specter of Route 44 continues to elude explanation or naming. Because a name and purpose cannot be put on him, the dread he continues to inspire in travelers passing through Seekonk and Rehoboth is real. If you ever do find yourself driving that isolated road on a dark night, Beware of the strange red-headed man who lingers at the side of the road, quietly laughing to himself. He may be laughing at you. Keep driving. Don't stop unless you have to. You've been listening to Strange New England 